Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you late Sunday, this is Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster on the AZ Wildcats podcast, brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on right now with, uh, for new customers with the playoffs fast approaching. If you bet $5 on an NFL game and your team wins, you get $200 in free plays. Make it happen. That's simple. All right. We got a game coming up uh, mon- Monday evening, but I decided that we I wanted to do something where we talk about we because we've broken down you know what uh, how we grade out the players so far this and that what we want from each one of the basketball players going forward, um, you know into the new year for them to be champ- uh, title contenders. But these have to be things that are actually realistic. I can't just say that I want Jordan Coloco to be able to turn into Magic Johnson mm-hmm. and dribble the ball. I don't even know who Jordan Coloco is. But if we but but, but if Arizona Col- can oh, add gosh. Jordan Coloco, that would be two Colocos on the same roster. And you'd have two Tabellas, you'd have two Colocos. That is awesome. Okay, so that's my wish that Christian Coloco becomes Turns Michael Jordan. Michael okay. Jordan Coloco. Podcast done. But Fantastic. It, it well was, done. Arizona wins a title all because of Jordan Coloco. <laughs> and it was a it was the easy title. <laughs> It really was. <laughs> well, they just marched right through. Why don't through. we start then with Christian Coloco? Okay. Um, he's an interesting one for me yeah. because he's come back to earth a little bit. I think he's going to be able to feast against teams like your Oregon State's, your ASU's. I think that he'll probably have some issues against UCLA, although he's still going to be very effective because he can block shots, this or that. Do you have you did you see anything that you in the first part of the year that you think that he can correct in the second part? Well, yeah. Well. I, it's almost not a correction. It's a just stay on the same path. As far as I, I don't want regression. I don't know that I want correction as much as I want regression. The correction part, I think, I think is an element of Coloco's game that I really didn't anticipate to be as strong as it was in the early stages mm-hmm. of the game. And that was his ability he to be... He outflanked everybody it by did. his improvements. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes he, he, he really did. Right. And... And then it looked like when Arizona plays at a pace or plays against good defensive teams that have some athleticism, that Coloco still gets frustrated with his offensive game, which is fine. What you want him to be is solid with the ball and a guy who can rebound, block shots, and help Arizona defensively, which is what I wanted Coloco to be from the beginning of the Mm -hmm. year. What I don't want from Coloco are two things. Turnovers, because the game's too fast on the offensive end, and he still is a little bit uncomfortable in regards to what it is that he's trying to accomplish, and foul trouble. He's been exceptional. He's been not exceptional, but generally pretty darn good at staying out of foul trouble. Mm -hmm. I think Arizona's success 
hinges a great deal on Coloco's ability to stay on the floor. And that, um, because every time he's in the game, even if there are points early on where maybe he struggles defensively, he's up against somebody who kind of, you know, gets the better of him in some stages. We've seen as the game has progressed, even in the loss to Tennessee, his defense got better. Right. He, he does a really good job, I think, of figuring out what it is he's supposed to do and whether it's this coaching staff that simplifies uh, defensive strategy. What, whatever it is, Coloco seems to have adapted to it right, very right. well. And it allows him, generally speaking, to stay on the floor, too. Those are, so, so basically, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Get rebounds, lead the fat, lead the fast lead break the without fast break. Let, without like passes. The fast you know, right? right. And, and and be a, a a a good defensive stopper that allows Arizona to play its defense a little further right. out. Don't turn the ball over and don't get into foul trouble. I think that's spot on. Let's move down though. The uh, Azulis Tabellis. Quite honestly, I thought I thought Tabellis was good in the out of conference schedule, but I think that he can do more. I'd, I'd like to see a few more dominant games out of Tabellas where you look like in the box score and you're like, oh, crap, he had 22 and 13 or something to that effect because I think he's very much capable of that, especially if Coloco has kind of rounded into where he's like a 9.9 rebound but like 3.5 block guy, which I think is probably more of his uh, where we'll probably see him. I'd like to see Tabellas take that next step and be somebody that when he has somebody that's inferior against him, Dominated. I think Tabellus is potentially Arizona's ha, has the best one of the two starters best upsides in the second half of the season, and this is why um, he is a guy who, as you noted, is capable of doing that. The problem is that if you want to call it a problem, because again, Arizona's eleven and one. First world. Uh, the is he from the first world? No, but this is first world. Well, actually. Do you count Lithu- or, uh, Lithuania as a first-world uh, country? That's uh, a darn fine question. Maybe that's a query for another. Kn- I don't uh, actually know uh, the answer. It's, uh, I'm, I, you know, who knows with all the Cold War adjustments. Anyway, I guess that, I guess Correct. we can table that for the moment. Because Matherin has been the dominant player when Arizona's been in trouble offensively, that means that nobody else is the dominant player when Arizona's in trouble right. offensively. The, the other guy who's been able to step up and hit big shots late in games is... Lost in that dynamic is Tabellus, who is capable of being a very good scorer as well. So what I anticipate and hope that happens is that as teams try to figure out a way to negate Matherin, whether that's a box and one, whether that's some variation of a triangle and two, whether that's a lot of double teams, whatever the whatever the dynamic is. I think teams, you know, you're going to figure out strategies, and strategies are going to change a little bit. But teams are going to try to figure out we can't we can't let this guy on the other side score 30 points every game. Right. So how if we can get him to 20, we can get him into the high teens somewhere in there, then we've done our job. If that happens, then maybe there's a guy like Tabellus who can step up and make up the difference, and that gives Arizona a little bit more versatility. He's been that, he's because Matherin has been so dominant and Creases hit big shots, Tabellus has kind of been, I don't want to say lost in the offensive right. flow. But, but it's been a very but, quiet 15-7. and yeah, seven. But he's the one guy, I think, who so far hasn't shown a capability to score in the low 20s, but can. Right. Okay, I agree with all that. One thing that I think we also agree with is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Great deal going on right now. Uh, New customers only. 
throw down $5 on a t uh, an NFL game, and if your team wins, you get $200 in free plays. I'll give you an example. We got the uh, the uh, Minnesota Vikings and the, I almost said the Golden State Packers. Okay. Uh, yeah, the you great, know, Jordan Coloco Jordan and the Coloco Golden State, State Packers. State Packers. You don't you don't. I yeah. mean, the number of titles is, is beyond the ability to count. And when you can put Steph Curry along with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Holy crap, forget it. And Jordan Coloco, forget Jordan it. Jordan Coloco, yes. Forget it. Different. <laughs> but let's just say you've got the Green Bay Packers against the Minnesota Vikings, and you say, and I actually think that Kirk Cousins is kind of a loser. Um, he's a good player, puts up a lot of stats. If I ever really need to win a game, I'm not, I don't want Kirk. There's a lot of guys I'm choosing over Kirk Cousins. He's not even in this game. It's Sean, not to be confused with Nico Mannion, hmm. in there, going against Aaron Rodgers. That's not ideal if you're a Vikings uh -huh. fan, right. right there. That's where you would do. Now again, twenty-one. I was. I was I'm sorry. Go ahead and twenty-one and up. Arizona only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. If you got a gambling issue, call one eight hundred Next Step, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right, John. I was wondering why in the world that line went from six and a half to about. 15. Yeah. I guess I guess yeah. that makes a little bit of yes. sense. Yeah. Yes. Right on top of that it. That is right on top Right that. on top that, of it right you know there. What? We might even talk about that in our other our other disclaimer coming up here. All right. Now, let's move to Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry to me is fascinating. Yeah, I agree. Um, There's a lot to like about Dalen Terry so far. When you watch him, he's clearly the defender that... Uh, uh, Tommy Lloyd tasks with going on the other uh, other team's best player, and quite frankly, he should because you're not getting a ton of offense out of him, and he's obviously more than capable defensively. He looks the part. Um, he's got moments where he's handling the ball where he's fairly decent. Uh, he, I, facilitator's not the right word, but he's got the ability to see things, set up the hockey assist, see the pass, see the guy cutting to the hoop. He's a fairly cerebral passer. Um Handle-wise, I think it's fine, but I would like to see him be a guy that can... Because he's not going to be a good shooter this year. That's just not going to happen. I'd like to see him be somebody, though, that however it, however it happens, you know, whether it's putbacks, running the court... Do you think he's capable of getting to the foul line? It's a great question. That's a great... And I think, let, and I think what my point, I think... If, if he can get that average up to around 10, where it's a consistent 10, not one game it's two, the next it's 11, but basically you can count on Dale and Terry. It's probably going to get you somewhere between 9 and 11 each game. I think that comes from running the court, one dribble uh, uh, bounce to the basket, and hopefully you get some foul shots in there. What do you think? I think that's – yeah. And and maybe one of the things that he's capable of doing and, and – you may be more adept at breaking I'm this sure down. I You're, I, I'd, I'd agree with that too. Um, <laughs> sure, you'll agree. With me. <laughs> is is maybe he can beat somebody off the dribble and get to the line, right? And if he can't shoot particularly well, then at least he doesn't necessarily have wasted opportunities, right? So, so perhaps that's something that can help. But right now, it does appear, even though you know comparisons are never exactly parallel, but sometimes they help. Uh, from a general reference standpoint. Like the Golden uh, State Packers. Precisely. Well, well, the only comparison you need with that is that they're really good and champions led by Jordan Coloco. Uh, so, but if, if uh, Terry is sort of at this stage of his career, Reggie Geary and Rondé Hollis, Jeff Hollis Jefferson, right. 
You know, so you're more he's, than okay with that. And, and, and you're, you're right. You've got a guy who can be very tough defensively when you need to get into the half court and is athletic enough to hopefully help force turnovers and get easy and, and help the team get the easy buckets so that it wants to get in transition. So that's what we want out of you, Dalen. Now it's up to you to try to make our vision happen. Now, this next one's going to be a fairly short preview. Benedict Matherin. Do exactly what you have done for the first year. I don't need. I, I mean, sure, if you want to give us more, cool. But you know sure, what? Why not? If we're, if I was able to look at your uh, impact the last month and a half uh-huh. and say, and you say to me, I can give you three more months of that. I'm, I'm in. Oh, sorry, Bruno. Yes, I'm in. Sign me up. Um, do you have anything that works to add? For me. Do you have anything no. to add to that? Now, when things are good, there just isn't much to add, is there? No, there's really not. And one thing that you could add right now, though, is you can get some PHNX merchandise by going to the website. They've got all kinds of great stuff right there. You got shirts with emblems. You got cool logos. Shirts are all twenty nine ninety nine, five ninety nine for um, uh, some of the stickers. PHNX, hop on right now while you can. All right, Kirk Creesa. Mm-hmm. This is the one that I think. Outside of uh, Julius Tabellis, well, actually, I think more so, I think he's the one that has the most to give. Here's what I mean, maybe outside of Tabellis. If you look at Kreese's shooting numbers, they're crap. Mm -hmm. They're not good. But I think he's a much better shooter than he's shown. I really do. And there's a couple reasons. First of all, his his form is good. He obviously is a confident kid. First, I want those, I want those percentages to go up. Um, I think his uh, crunch time, he does some, he's, he's taken some bad shots, but I think you and I are more than okay with what we've seen from him when the lights are really, when the lights are really bright. I, the big thing for me is for him to be able to shoot the basketball better. What do you, I think Creasa is the con game. Mm. <clears throat> Appetizer. Right now, he's confident. Mm-hmm. I think Wildcat fans want him to be more consistent. We see a guy... Did you ad-lib that right there? Yeah. That was nice. Thanks. Go ahead and steal that all you want. Go ahead and tweet that or social media that all you want. And uh, yeah, this is how the Golden State Packers are, by the way. They're they're, they're con men. Mm -hmm. They're all about confidence and you want more consistency. Right. You know, when you've won so many titles that they have, you you, you still want to win more in a consistent fashion. Uh... Creesa is very polarizing precisely because of the lack of consistency. Right. He seems to disappear completely in uh, large swaths mm. of the game and sometimes doesn't even appear to play particularly well. And uh, then, as you noted, when big shots need to be made, he's more than willing to give it a go. And mm. more often than not, he's been successful in that regard. So consistency falls under... Uh, your category as far as being able to shoot the ball better. But you want him to be a major... You don't want him to disappear for long periods of time. You want to know that he's there and he's contributing, uh, whether that means he's making assists, he's getting a rebound here and there, he's playing good defense, whatever it happens to be. You know, that he isn't a guy who necessarily disappears on the floor and then seems to all of of a sudden emerge like... uh, um, Superman Kologa. from the uh, from, uh, Jordan Kologa from the phone booth, yes. and uh, then then all of a sudden kind of bails you out. You hope for a little bit more consistency throughout, and a lot of that obviously falls under the category of shooting. But I would suggest across the board his entire game as well, including on the defensive end. I suspect the teams are going to try to pick on yeah, uh, Creesa 
on the defensive end, and it's going to be up to him or Arizona scheming to try to limit his potential deficiencies. All right, one thing that doesn't have any deficiencies or potential deficiencies is the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app, code word PHNX. Great deal going on. Throw down $5 on an NFL game, and if you your team wins, you get $200 in free plays. John Schuster and I were talking about it earlier. You've got the Green Bay Packers against the Minnesota Vikings right now. Some people think it's the Golden State Packers. <laughs> they have no clue what they're talking about. They're idiots. <laughs> this would have been a pretty good game to probably say, oh, no Kirk Cousins, hmm. Aaron Rodgers looking to maybe zero in on his fourth MVP. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, very, very interesting. I would have picked the Packers in this hmm. game, as I think a lot of people would. One of the things we talked about on one of our earlier discussions was, uh, and something I did just sort of an experiment this weekend, uh, I bet the under on every game, mm-hmm. on every NFL game. And it's worked out reasonably well. Mm-hmm. This game is still obviously up in the air as we're doing this What broadcast. was the OU? Uh, I don't know, but it had to be, maybe it was 41. Right. I don't okay. know if that's right, but is the score still? 13 nothing. Yeah. Okay, so, it's, so, so, so there's an opportunity that one could win mm-hmm. as well. And that, if it does, that would be 10 unders. On the week, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that was uh, that was kind of a DraftKings pick of the week for me. Okay, I just do. to do a little bit of an experiment, and it happened to it happened to work out. It wasn't it wasn't a home run mm-hmm. uh, to mix uh, sports metaphors there because a couple of those I think were won by a half point. Right. Uh, but nevertheless, it, it you know it worked out, and the reasoning behind it was COVID losses. Maybe that would hurt the offense a little bit more than it might the defense. I like it. I like it. You know what else I like too? I like what I saw from Umar Ballo this first part of the season. Um, if you were to ask me how he, uh, what I want, I'd, if I'd like him maybe to be able to a little bit more effective around the hoop, although I think he's been pretty good, at least from what I was hoping there, uh, defensively keep being your, the big body you've been. And again, maybe have a game where you, you know, you show a little bit more offensive output, but he's another guy that obviously it's on a much, much different plateau than Benedict Matherin, but it's very much of the... Just kind of keep doing what you're doing, man. I think he's a pleasant surprise and gives Arizona the depth it needs, especially on the inside. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how often we'll see Ballo and Coloco in the game at the same time, but I wouldn't rule it out. I would agree with that. Okay, so we're kind of in the same boat right there. All right. Now, the last two that we get, because nobody has any clue what happened with Kim Aiken with one of the—I'm not going to even speculate. Is uh, that done? Is he probably gone? No, nobody has any clue. Okay. Uh, Tommy Lloyd just said that he can't comment on it. So you know what? All if right. he can't comment on it, then uh, then I'm not going to comment on it. Even the, Tommy Lloyd's higher than me. Um, Justin Kyer's a fascinating one because I think he's been okay, but I think he's a guy that could give you a little bit more, especially if he gets more minutes. I'd like to see him be a guy that can kind of hover around 10 points, six rebounds, three or four assists, and you know maybe step your defensive game up a little bit because he looks the part. He does look the part, and that's an excellent point. Arizona wants to be a team that utilizes its athleticism and length to be successful defensively, but sometimes you need a guy in there who can just get face-to-face with somebody else and just kind of kick their ass. Right. And uh, he seems to be a player who has the potential to play that part, and it would be a nice addition for Arizona coming off the bench occasionally if they need some guy who can be a little bit nasty and uh, be effective on the defensive end, especially if Arizona's backcourt and other positions, i.e. Creesa, uh, maybe has some deficiencies from time to time and Arizona needs to get some stops. Right. Check out the, uh, by the way, 
check out everything that we got going on here at uh, go pa or at go phnx they got the everything covered from the suns to the cardinals to the coyotes to the wildcats to the sun devils everybody's covered there right there that's where you need to go go on there and get a there's all kinds of great deals if you sign up for a membership something that you should do if you haven't already there's a lot of good stuff right there all right one thing that i want to see more good stuff out of is pella larson um he hasn't been very good um now coming off foot injury so i can never really a foot injury is a massive injury when you're coming back from but he's just kind of been out there and i think a lot of people had higher expectations um uh, through the stat out there that he's combining for four uh, fouls slash turnovers in about 15 minutes a game, which is a less than ideal number. Um, settle down, make the open shot, don't turn the ball over. Boom. One of the things that has been fascinating with Arizona basketball on the positive uptick that we've seen is the relative number of play what you usually expect when there's a coaching transition generally right. you know you know obviously Arizona had talent coming in right but what you usually expect at this time is that there's half of the kids get it and half of the kids don't right the which makes Pella Larson glaring because he's like the one guy who has really struggled with the quickness that is expected of him right. in this system. Right. And that includes on the defensive end. So if he's somebody who perhaps, from a foot injury standpoint, isn't up to speed, he's going to have to do a better job just getting in position, and that may be playing off a little bit and trying to play things like passing lanes or mm -hmm. something. You know, some, some, He's going to have to use a little bit more intelligence to make up for what may be right now uh, you, you know, a, a deficiency in his physical abilities. Right. Now, honestly, when I see him out there from a physical standpoint, it looks fine. Mm -hmm. You know, so right. I don't necessarily see, okay, I know we, um, you know, we're, we're, we, we think the foot injury could be a problem, mm -hmm. but honestly, from an overall athletic standpoint, I think, Man, it doesn't look a step slow to me. It doesn't necessarily, it just seems to be kind of maybe not making whatever connection there is from one program to another right now. And, and hopefully, if that's the case, and it's not the injury thing, if that's the case, maybe as this thing moves along a little bit, maybe the forced break, we see a little bit of improvement from him, and that would be great for Arizona's overall depth. Chill down, play your game. That's what John Schuster is saying. Our, uh, I think Schuster. that's what you said. I think, uh, I think I did as well. That, that's, that's fair enough. Okay, now... Um, we're going to be back with you right after Arizona whoops down Washington. Monday about 8.05 p.m. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.